Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, hello, hello. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the good times in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. We had a week off, and now we're back, and we're excited to be here. Before we get started, let's say hi to my super handsome, cool, outrageous man about town co-star. Now, what is it you want from me? Nothing. Oh, one of those sweet words. I thought something. <laughs> we had a very exciting week. We went to our dear friend Su Wong's 39th birthday party. Well, she said she's 39, and I wasn't going to agree with, disagree with her. I said, you know, Sue, I'm going to do 39 also. So now we're counting backwards because going ahead's not so pleasant. <laughs> it was a fabulous uh, party that Sue always throws a fabulous party. The decorations were gorgeous, the flowers, the people, the gowns, the models, the music, the room, the mansion, the food. What can I tell you? You had to be there to see it, to enjoy it, and we always do because we're always invited to Sue's parties. We had a blast, and actually our second guest today, uh, Dustin Quick, uh, is a supermodel, and Medi M, uh, her husband, who's a phenomenal musician, and they're both actors, and uh, we actually originally met them at Sue Wong's, and they're going to be our second guest today. Our first guest is Steve Cardenas, who's uh, uh, the Red Ranger in like, almost all the Power Rangers stuff, and he's calling in from the UK. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm a big Power Rangers fan. And uh, Power Rangers, who's in that? Um, you don't know anybody in it, probably. It's not our friend John, right? Who's John? No, he's he's in the it's in the English television. No, but because it's not an English show, it's an American show. Oh, you have a doll now, a Power Ranger. I've always doll. had the doll. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, who's a fr our friend John? What's his name? Who's in? Who's it? Doctor No or something? Oh, that John Barrowman. No, that's Doc different. John that's Barrowman. Doctor Who. That's oh, Doctor Who. This that's, is that's not Doctor Who. Yeah, it's not Doctor Who. We also got the chat room filling up. What's up, chat room? Cindy Lady Lake is in the house. Don Hinton is in the house. She said she loved all your pictures from the party. Uh, thank Boom, you. Boomer Mays is in the house. Hub Reynolds is in the house. What's up, Hub? Uh, Backpack John is in the house. We're gonna have a fun show for you guys today. Um, we had a lot of friends at Sue Wong's, Marcel mm -hmm. Waltz and uh, Joe Netter and Sarah French and Marcel's husband, Dom. It was a great crowd. Now, Jimmy and I 
decided to buy a Tesla. So we go to the Tesla dealer and we sit down and we purchase a beautiful red Tesla. Too much money, but that's what they go for. And that's an electric car. So we will save on gasoline. My little Audi just fills up with $93 to fill up my little sport car. I mean, come on, give me a break. 93 bucks for a sport car? Anyway, the guy is showing us the screen. It's a big computer screen. And he's saying, you do this to do that. You, da you do that to get this. You get this, you get that. You touch the telephone. You talk to your telephone, the door's open. You do this, the car starts. You do that, the car goes. If the car's in trouble, the car controls itself. If you fall asleep, the car automatically drives. If you touch this and that. When we left, I said to Jimmy, did you understand a word of what he said? And Jimmy said, no. So why on earth are we spending all this money to buy such an exclusive car when we don't know how to run it? We own a BMW right now, which is half gas, half electric, and Jimmy still doesn't know how to run it. When I call my friends in New York while we're driving into L.A., which is a two-hour drive from Palm Springs, I like to put it through the, tele through the car so I can hear better. Jimmy doesn't know how to do it. We have all those features in the BMW. We also have the feature where it changes seating for the, each driver, like Ron's seating, Jimmy's seating. He doesn't know how to do it. So we own this very, very high-tech BMW, and he doesn't know how to use any of it. I don't bother because my Audi TT Roadster convertible, bright yellow, I just turn a key. I press the gas pedal and I go, and it's a pleasure. There's no baloney to do with the computer crap that I don't understand because I still can't run my cell phone. So now we're going to have a beautiful red Tesla that we're not going to be able to drive yes, because you don't know how. I'll figure it out. Well, it'll take a month or two or three, and then maybe he'll get it to go forward. <laughs> then he'll have to wait another three months to find out how to go backward. And I mean, really, do we need all of this technology in an automobile? I need not to pay $93 for a, to fill up a gas Yeah, bank. but you need not to pay $75,000 for a car either. <laughs> I mean, you know, before you get back your money's worth in gasoline, it's going to be a lot, a lot of years. That's but okay. anyway, thank the Lord and good fortune that he can't afford to do it. So to buy that car. Um I love the fact that it's red. Yes, I will sing and rap in the Tesla. They're asking me if I'll sing and rap in the Tesla. I'm not saying with, yes. Not with me in the car. <laughs> yeah, only when I'm by myself. No, no, no. I have to have a separate phone to record it. No, I, was, I was in the kitchen making breakfast, and I thought Jimmy had a stroke or a heart attack. And I quickly ran into his office, and I said, are you okay? I heard you, you in pain, screaming. He said, no, I was singing. <laughs> I said, Oh, okay. Warn me the next time. My singing sick. video got hundreds of thousands of views on Instagram. I know that. If, and if you <laughs> and if you mooned everybody, you'd get a million views. <laughs> that doesn't mean your ass is talented. <laughs> I mean, let's let's talk frank here, kiddos. Anyway, the car is beautiful. It's red. We Italians believe if you have red, you can't get the malocchio. Malocchio is the evil eye from jealous people who wish you harm. And, and don't want you to have nice things. So if you drive red and anybody wishes bad on you, it goes directly back to them immediately. I believe uh, the Greeks have the blue uh, bead, which they believe does the same things. And I think Hispanic people also believe in uh, the red pepper, which is called the uh, 
ukurno. It's a horn, and I wear one here. I'll show you my 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 pepper. It's mine is not a red pepper. Where the hell is it? Here it is. Wait a second. Wait a second. See, it's a horn. It's and Italian mine, horn. And mine is gold, and it's encrusted in diamonds. Of course. Do you think I was going to wear a cheesy, hollow gold horn? Anyway. Uh, the car's lovely. The party was lovely. Life is good. Health is good. Sun is out. The weather's beautiful. Please, everybody, if you're down and out and you feel that life is not valuable anymore and you want to end it, don't. Because the clouds go by. You know that. And the sun does shine. And life can be beautiful again. So please, 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 if you think you're going to do yourself in and you want to harm yourself, contact me. We'll chat because I don't want you to go. I don't want to lose you. I just think it's it's so sad when people want to commit suicide. We have lost many friends to suicide because they were gay and not accepted by family or society, and they just couldn't go on. But had they waited and saw what has changed, that gay marriage and gay people are so loved by the world, they maybe perhaps would not have taking their own lives okay so we got it which is true you guys nobody suicide is not the answer that's my thing in my platform i i talk for uh suicide prevention so we have a bunch of people in the chat room joining us tristan from australia has joined us dave hugh who said it costs 130 dollars. he has a mercedes and it costs 130 dollars of american dollars or you have a mercedes you can afford it so and, shut uh, the fuck up <laughs> And right? uh, that's what I say, you know, about my car's an Audi and I bitch about $93 to fill it up. You know, who could, well, you can afford an Audi, you can afford the gas. Oh, Teresa joined us too. Teresa Sabin from Florida is joining hey, in Teresa the chat. Teresa Sabin too. in Florida. I love because Hub Reynolds always writes LM, laughing my CAO, laughing my country ass off. <laughs> I had to figure out what it was. Oh, I thought it was laughing my cock off. <laughs> my cock ass off. <laughs> 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 We're going to keep the show clean today because, you know, they keep contacting us about doing a little bit of a reality show. Several people now think that Jimmy and I and the life we live and the friends that we have should be a reality show because we're funny and everybody we know is funny. I mean, look at Richie Rich and Sue Wong. I mean, the characters that we're friends with, they're all super, super famous people and very visible and very different and very uh, bling and blang and wonderful but we curse too much but we curse too much <laughs> so i said to this one producer well we can do a show without cursing and he wrote back prove it <laughs> yeah well nobody will watch it either i think which i want to thank everybody who's been so going we're not going to curse anymore on our show so that they, they, that, that I, what was it netflix or somebody that was. Was one of those people i forgot who it was but either way we also want to thank everybody who's been going on apple Podcasts and leaving reviews um, it's been my platform every week to ask people to go on uh, Apple Podcasts and leave a, a five-star review for the show. Uh, we've gotten about 642 reviews in the last Good reviews in the too. last like six I weeks. I have to say, no bad, no bad reviews. And uh, at all. so we want to thank everybody for who's going in there. What means cursing, B Road? That's when we say fuck. <laughs> oh, see now, now, now if, if, if they're if, saying please curse oh lady no, leg did it nicely she wrote bad words b <laughs> no now now if that i think it what was it see whoever the hell it was i shouldn't even say because they'll sue me but anyway the major network that is interested in us see we can't show them this show now 
That's okay. Or we can edit it. Can we edit? No, we're not. We're not editing. Anything. You know something, folks. Yeah, there you go. Be bad word. Curse no, means no, 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 bad no. words. There's no such thing as a curse word anymore. It's become theater, because every movie you see, the f word or the c word is used, or the mf word is used. It's become, it's become the American conversation. Very few people I know do not curse. In fact, no one I know does not curse. I know very, very uh, well. Not I know actors who are quite known to the public. And you would not believe the language on some of them. And the women, especially, the girls have dirtier mouths than the men. It's become a way of life. It's no longer taboo. It's now called entertainment. And so many people love our show because it's real and it's down to earth. And we talk like everybody does in the privacy of their homes. And when I ask a famous, gorgeous, handsome movie star, you hung, everybody loves that because all the women and gay guys want to know but of course the guys never answer a couple did and i think they got fan mail like they never had before there you go <laughs> so size does count kids but anyway our show is a bit risque it's a bit off the wall but you know what we've got five million people that come in every week all over the world i've got five thousand followers on facebook and jimmy's got god knows how many millions of people that follow all of his venues so i think we're doing something right i'm a little over eight hundred thousand. okay so oh, you had a brick that went in right you couldn't, <laughs> you couldn't just be modest and sit there with a smile on your face uh, and it's building every day so yeah, you guys every day, yeah. so you guys you can listen to the show because we're going to bring in our first guest you can yes. listen to the show every week on iHeartRadio, apple Podcasts, itunes spotify amazon music youtube Google Podcasts, Radio Public, TuneIn, Pandora, Amazon Prime, and SoundCloud. Those are the main ones. But if you just Google Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, you can actually hear us everywhere because I think we're on like about 160 platforms. Um, so it's all good. And, uh, ask and, and I don't want to brag, but we've had a couple of weeks ago 1 billion downloads. Not million, billion would it be. So we can't be doing something wrong if we have 1 billion people downloading our show to show to other people. I think that says something about our show. So if you're offended by our language, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's hilarious. Let's bring in our first guest. Hopefully we have a good connection and everything rocks and rolls. Well, we're doing England. Hey, there Steve. Is. How are you? Hey, guys. How's it going? It's going <laughs> I was just like sitting in listening in on everything you guys were talking about. It's a, <laughs> it's a kid's show now, so watch your fucking mouth. Well, I mean... <laughs> Meanwhile, meanwhile, all the women are plugging in their vibrators. Yes, they see Steve. Because you're really cute. Hey, girls. Hey, girls. Oh, look, stop, stop. Oh, do go on. Do go on. Now I have to ask you the question. Are you hung? Uh, it's uh, short and shriveled and always to the left, but it's not. <laughs> That's a new answer. Most guys say, yeah, I trip over it. You know? So anyway, anyway, ladies, look at this Right guy. now, it's he... like a stack of nickels right now. Right, right, right. <laughs> but it's cold in England. It's cold in England. Oh, is it really? You don't yeah, have to... yeah, it's always cold in England. No, it's not. I was there in August. I was in London. Well, I was August, there. yeah. August, it was hot, like here, like it was in New York. Hang on, we got to introduce him. We got to introduce him. Oh, okay, goodbye. Hey, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented and the super cool Steve Cardenas, also known as Rocky DeSantis, the Red Ranger. Hello and welcome to the show. What's up? It's morphin' time. There we go. I love it, dude. Like I have to say, and I have a lot of questions about that once we get going, but. Okay, sure. First of all, are you Italian? 
Uh, no, I'm uh, Mexican. Oh, okay, because your last name sounded Latin. Of course, Italians. Are well, Latin. yeah, I mean, uh, well, I think, um, yeah, no, my, my character, uh, well, my, my last name is Cardenas, um, but well, Card uh, my character's name is DeSantos, which I think is also very Latin as well. Right, DeSantos, I know DeSantos, and that's Italian also. But, you know, yeah. it's Latin. When you, speak, it's Latin, when you yeah. speak Latin, all the names are the same. How did a little Mexican boy from California, I believe, get, <laughs> get to England and become a Rocky, whatever you are? <laughs> Well, actually, uh, I grew up. I grew up in San Antonio, Texas, um, and then um, I auditioned for Power Rangers, and they moved me to California when I got the part. How old um, were you when you did that? Well, wait, yeah. wait, wait, you transmit from California or England? No, he's in England now. When do you? Wait, wait a minute. I'm getting. I'm he very, doesn't know the Power listen, Rangers. I, I, I do. I'll, I'll That's 80, okay. That's okay. Power Rangers isn't on that anymore. I'll be eighty-two. He doesn't do the Power Rangers two, anymore. In two weeks, another month, I'll be eighty-two. So Holy brain, Moses. Well, the yeah. brain the brain cells are going. So be <laughs> He doesn't no, do the Power it. Rangers Wait, anymore. Now what? he lives in the UK. Why don't you do the Power Rangers? Because it's not on anymore. Well, anymore well, well, actually. Well, yeah, why? Yeah, no. Well, the, the show still airs. Um, it's been this. And, uh, and next year, it'll be 30 years that it's been airing nonstop. Um, and so the show started in 1993. Um, but I was on the show from 1994 to 97. Um, that's when I did my stint on the Power time. Rangers. Yeah. So it's been several years. Uh, it's been a couple of years, but, um, the thing is that oddly enough, like the fans, they're all grown up now, but they still love the show and they sure. still come out to comic cons and greet us and get autographs and things like that all the time. I mean, we're constantly touring and traveling, um, through comic cons and comic events. Yeah. So that's the power <laughs> Rangers movie. Uh, that's, that's me right there. That's my action figure. <laughs> I collect action yeah. figures of everybody who's been on the show. And so I brought, uh, the, I brought oh this my on God, there so people look can take that, a look. That's so awesome. <laughs> he just blew a fuse. I like, love that shit so much. Now, wait yeah. a minute. What made you decide to live in England? Uh, well, this is where my, my wife is from England, so I moved here to be with her. Oh, she didn't want to come to the States. Smart woman. Right. Yeah. No, she's she's a she's she's British. And, um, you know, she has uh, she's a uh, doctor. She's a research scientist here. And uh, so she has a, a big, important job here. And so she couldn't come to the States right now. But not to say that we might not move back to the States in the future. But for now, um, her contract and, uh, and her uh, job where, keeps where, her where, here for I, I know England well. Where do you live in England? I live in West London. Oh, nothing. That's shabby. Yeah, it's, it's nice. <laughs> Not very shabby. West it's, a, it's 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 yeah. It's it's expensive too. <laughs> you bet, you um, bet. But uh, you know, if you if you're used to living in Los Angeles or New York, that's just just as expensive there. So um, you know, I, oh, I was lived in L.A. for like 25 years, so I, you learn how to like you know. San Francisco was written up as the most expensive place to live. Yeah, San Francisco is incredibly yeah. expensive. The yeah. most expensive of all. But I love England. I go I go often. I have a good friend there, James Jessup, who owns a wonderful uh, estate down in Lancashire. Okay. And it, he's got a, his own castle, is on his own church is on the estate with the castle. Oh, and, wow. Oh, yeah. And when you go into the church, there are coffins with these medieval warrior soldiers that are the original. It's a historical, beautiful town, Lancashire. Oh, wow. Sounds amazing. I, have, you ever been, yeah. have you ever been to Lancashire? I, I, I don't think I've been to Lancashire, but I have been all over England because, you know, they, I tour around doing these Comic-Cons and all over. So I've been to like some very odd corners of England for sure. 
Well, so many films have been made in Lancashire because of its scenic beauty. It's a lovely. Oh, sure. I love it there, and I love London. But you know, London is getting a uh, getting a little New Yorky for me. You know, a little L.A. Yeah. It is a big. It is big city, um, for sure. But well, no, you know, the crazy. The crap drive an hour out of the way and it's like you know beautiful as can be no yeah. i don't i don't like what the shitty people that have gone to these cities have done to it some of the low-class common garbage that's moved to new york london and i mean even in in paris we live in palm springs we don't live in la we no, no, go to la way, all the I, time. I, I, saw, I saw graffiti in paris i mean who right. in the, who the hell would write merde in french on the the monuments, I mean, I, I just can't yeah. stand it anymore. Why people want to do that? I don't know. Some people in the world just can't stand to see nice things, you know. And that's just the way it. it is. But you know, I I I can't really speak to that. But it's just what it seems like to me. In the chat room, first of all, say hi to everybody in the chat room. Hey guys, how are you guys? Thanks for uh, tuning in. Uh, appreciate you guys coming out. Uh, Dave, I can't Dave see Hughes any of the chats coming up, but D D Dave Hughes says he DJs at the Black Blackpool Tower in Lancashire, and B Claudia says you were at the German Comic Con in Dortmund. Oh yeah, I did the German Comic Con uh, <laughs> uh, a few months back. Man, it was great. I, I liked it over there. We love that. We love that. So okay, so we have a great chat room. Uh, there we have really great like people who love the show, and um, so I want to like go. I want to talk a little Power Rangers stuff. First of all, I met you originally. One of the very first comic cons I ever went to, um, when I was a when I was just starting out as a clothing designer, actually this is a long time ago, and okay. it was in Orlando. It was called MegaCon, and you were there yes. with Jay, you and Jason David Frank, and I'm sure everybody else were, but you were the two that I was like all excited about. Well, I was, I, th I think I know which one you're talking about, and this was several years ago, right? Oh, this, this is like is, you're talking like yeah, it like must a, have been like 2009, maybe, right? No way! Even before that, I think. Well, I, I, I didn't. I didn't start doing cons until about two thousand eight. Two thousand eight. Oh, well, so it right had to be around that. <laughs> but there was a show in there was a show in Florida that Jason, David, Frank, and I did. It was called FX Con at the time. Yes, and I've I think been to maybe that too. Okay, yes. now hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, boys. Do me a favor. Say you remember him so he won't pout all day. Oh, he doesn't have to remember yeah, make me. Believe. Say, say, I, I, <laughs> I remember you. I would no, love so, to say that uh, I remember you, but I was no, 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 a weekend. Listen, you know. Lie, lie, lie. Say, I, <laughs> remember, I remember you. You were that. Oh, yeah. Outrageous. Oh, yes, Jimmy. Yes, of course. <laughs> that that of course. outrageous faggot. Yeah. <laughs> we're married, by the way, so uh, we could do that. Dress like other? a moron. Yeah. <laughs> dress like a moron. He used to dress like stupid. No, no. So you guys look. So this is one of my. I have thousands of action figures, literally in my in my uh, uh, in my uh, in my office. So you guys, this is from Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, and this is his action figure. Yeah. And one of these days we'll meet him, and he's going to sign it because everything in my office is signed. But oh, absolutely. But, would you doubt. live in Would you live in California if you came back? If I came back, most likely would probably move back to California. Yeah. Why not Houston? Well, I mean, hey, Texas is great as well. I mean, I, like Houston, I said, I grew up in Texas. Beautiful, um, Houston. Yeah, beautiful. and it's it's it is great. Um, but I don't know. Um, I mean, I've lived several places, and California is pretty tough to beat. Um, if I'm going to move back, but I think I'm probably going to be here for a while. Well, if you move back to uh, Los Angeles, bring a tent and live in the street. Everybody else is. <laughs> So, okay, so I want to go to the Power Ranger stuff because everybody in the chat room is like asking questions. Of too. course, of course. Uh, fire away, fire away. Okay, 
So how did you actually like get that gig? You said you auditioned, you lived in Texas and you auditioned for it. Were you like a karate person ahead of time? Yes, I was. Yeah. I've been doing martial arts since I was 12 years old. And um, I was a big fan of like anything martial arts on film. So I used to watch all the old Kung Fu theater shows and I used to watch like, you know, um, just anything martial arts movies, John Clyde Van Damme, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, I used I to watch John. all of that, you know, back in the day. Um, but I had no aspirations to be, you know, a, a martial artist on film or an actor or anything like that. Um, but I was, uh, I was a martial arts instructor. I was teaching kids at the time. Um, my job was doing teaching kids. I used to do that after school when I was in high school and then into my twenties, I started, I was teaching as well. Um, and uh, I had a friend who had a pizza shop, and I was listening to the radio in there. We were just hanging out one afternoon and uh, a commercial came on the radio. And this was in Dallas, Texas, by the way, when I was living in Dallas. And uh, they said, hey, uh, if you if you know anything about Power Rangers or if you're a martial artist or a gymnast, which I was both, um, they said, we're looking to um, hire some new Power Rangers. So if you want to come try out, come down to the local TV station in downtown Dallas and try out on this day from this time to this time. And my friend looked at me and was like, bro, <laughs> that seems like it's right up your alley. I go, hmm, yeah, maybe. Because I was familiar with the show because it had already been on for a little while. And I was a kid, as you know, I was teaching martial arts to kids. So kids were always joining up for because of Power Rangers. And they were always talking about Power Rangers. So I was like, let me see what this show is about. What is it? And I started watching it. And I was, you know, and I started getting into it. And then I was, as I was watching it, I would see all these guys doing their stuff. And I'm like, I could do that. I could do that. Never I dreaming that. that I'd ever get this part. But um, when this I, this commercial came on, I was like, is this for real? So I, I went and I called the local TV station, the local Fox station, and I said, are you guys holding auditions? And they said, yeah, it's down at this this area on this day. Come on down and, and try out. So I get there, and there's like 5,000 people in the parking lot. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. And I just said to myself, oh, God, there's no effing way. There's no way I'm going to uh, to get this part, you know? So F I went F and- F I, As in fucking? <laughs> as in no fucking way. Right, exactly. And uh, so I, I went, I, I, I stood, I went before him, and it was just like, it was like American Idol. You know what I mean? They had three, three little judges sitting at a table. And they were just herding people in one at a time. You get 30 seconds to show them what you know how to do. And uh, so I just put together a little martial arts kata like routine when I mix in the little gymnastics in it and stuff. And uh, I did my routine. They're like, okay, great. Thanks. Uh, don't call us. We'll call you type of thing. <laughs> and uh, so I, I didn't hear anything for a couple of days, but then they called me back and they were like, hey, we really like your audition. Um, we want to fly you to California to meet the producers. So there's a plane ticket waiting for you at the airport. Just go go uh, go to the airport in the morning and uh, be prepared to uh, show your stuff. So I was like starting. Exciting, right? You were like excited. This could be real. <laughs> this could be real. So uh, so I, I I went to the airport. I picked up my 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 plane ticket waiting for me at at, at check in, and uh, I got on the plane. Took a flight from Dallas to Burbank. Landed in Burbank, and we went right to Savon Studios. Went right up into their executive boardroom, and they had to like basically move the big desk back so that we had space to do our audition. And uh, I just showed them what I knew how to do, and um, and then. You know, like the next day, they were just like, "Okay, congratulations, uh, you've got the part." And so, did they tell you you were going to be the Red Ranger? Then, no, right they the didn't bat? tell me. They didn't tell me that right off the bat. They said, "You're going to be one of the new Rangers. Congratulations!" Um, oh, and by the way, um, you can't go home because we have to start filming right away because we need a month and a half to put as many episodes in the can as possible to introduce your character because 
in a month and a half's time, we're going to Australia to do the feature film, which is also going to be upcoming. And I was like, what in the hell is going on with my life right now? <laughs> what just great. happened to me? It was all in the span of four days from the day I went to my audition to the day I got hired. And I, and like I said, I, they, I couldn't even go home. We had to start filming the next day. So they said, can you just have your clothes mailed? So I had to have my clothes shipped to me from Texas to California and uh, everything began. And then my whole life changed after that. It was that, That's very crazy. exciting, but I have to tell you, something mm -hmm. i was contacted by them and yeah. they said they were firing you and replacing you with me oh really <laughs> uh, yeah that, that they thought i was the better choice and i would do a better <laughs> job and then my alarm clock went off and i woke up <laughs> right <laughs> well you know i i think they had that mentality of like uh the johnny bravo just anyone who fit the suit they couldn't they didn't care that much you know what i mean <laughs> so uh I, I i've been cast in a few of those too <laughs> no yeah. i think it's like so much fun though and that's funny that you said it that way they have to get as many in the can because when you just came when you came on you said you were on it from 90 not when were you on 94 to 90 you started on the show in 94 yeah and how many years was it? Seven. Uh, no. 94, 95, and 96. And so I in three years. 97, yeah. Because like, because you shot, because like on, so you guys, this is some of the, so he was on the, he was on 71 episodes of the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. And then we have Power Rangers Zeo. He did 50 episodes. Power Rangers yeah. Turbo, three episodes. Power Ranger Ninja Steel, one. So that's 120. That's like 130 episodes in like yeah. three, three years. I mean, that's yeah. like. We did a lot of filming. We, we never had any, <laughs> we never had any hiatuses or anything like that. We, we filmed nonstop. Yeah, but uh, never bitch about it because it was a paycheck after every show. Well, I mean, exactly. I mean, you know, at that point, I mean, like, I what are you going to do? You know, yeah. yeah I, you, I never bitch about working. Never. Happy to be working. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, happy, so, happy, uh, happy. Yeah. And part of like such an iconic thing because there isn't a kid on the planet who doesn't know who the Power Rangers yeah. are. And I, anybody would have taken that job. There's no question about it. So I actually, um, I, uh, I haven't talked to her lately, but I was pretty good friends with Serena Vincent, who was in two of the oh, Power I, Rangers yeah. movies. I know Serena it, Vincent very well. Mm -hmm. She's the Yellow Ranger. And then yeah, she was a, the Yellow Ranger on the on the TV series um, of the Lost Galaxy series. And Power I originally Rangers. met her at a con, but we became really good friends. As a matter of fact, she's been on the show a couple of times. And, yeah. and then you guys, some of the movies then, the movies that he's been in, because there's so many things, I can't even believe all these things. So he's got Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. That was the second one that we did. He's got Power Rangers Zeo, Zeo Quest, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Ninja Quest, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Alpha's Magical Christmas. So there's like <laughs> yeah. there's like between we did that a lot that... of specials and we did we did uh you know but we did do um a couple of big feature films which was Mighty Morphin Power Rangers the movie and then uh, Turbo a Power Ranger movie we did both uh both, both of fun. those were both um let, you know let, let released by 20th Century Fox. Let Jimmy finish doing your credits, otherwise, ah. he, no, he he drops a heart on if he does. No, <laughs> no, I just think it's I, I just think I mean I was too old for the Power Ranger when the Power. I'm old, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, I just liked it because. Uh, no, that's that's well. I mean, that, that's a, every Power Rangers thing. That's all the major Power Rangers movies that he's in. Yeah, everyone. <laughs> I mean, I, I, yeah, I, I think you would you I'd probably list every single episode on there. So I, that would probably take a while to, <laughs> to no, list all of those out. Now, listen on the personal side. Everybody out there wants to know how did you meet a scientist being an actor? What the <laughs> hell have you got in common with a scientist? I well, it's it's odd. Life the way life kind of brings you little surprises, I guess. But um, yeah, no, I mean. I, you know, I was, I got married really young. I was married really young. Um, and um, the woman was a bit, a little bit older than me. 
Um, but it was not a good, it was not a good marriage. It was really volatile. And we had a kid together, which is why we got married. And that was the, probably the worst reason to get married. <laughs> um, so, uh, oh, wow. There's a, a dog in there. <laughs> That's Astro. He's our, oh, power, hey, Astro. He's our superhero up, dog. <laughs> <laughs> He's got his tail in the air and everything. That's great. Um, yeah. Uh, so I had, had a bad marriage and then that basically, you know, kind of like, turned me off to the idea of ever getting married again. So I always told myself, you know, I will only, you know, be with somebody again if they are willing to not try to ever want to get married, you know, or or have any more or have any children because um, I didn't want to have any more kids either. So um, it, it took a very long time to find someone that was okay with all that. Plus, you know, whatever, all the other, you know, faults Things that, that, that people it. have. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I was, you know, um, whatever I was, you know, happy to just be single. Um, but I, I randomly knew I was going to England and, um, for an event one, a, a few years back. And, um, I was looking on Instagram and I, saw somebody had liked one of my pictures or I had liked one of their pictures or whatever. And, um, so I saw this girl on Instagram and I was just like, wow, she's kind of cute. <laughs> you see, see what her story is. So I kind of like sort of stalked her a little bit on Instagram. And then I just, you know, simply said hello to her. And then she answered me back and said, hello. And then, uh, I let her know that I was going to be doing an event in England in a couple of months. And could we keep chatting with each other? until I went to England and maybe we could meet up and just have some coffee or something like that, see how it goes. And, um, we, we ended up just hitting it off. And then, you know, we ended up talking, uh, every single day. Um, and then when we finally did meet, um, I really just had a pretty good idea that this person was going to be right for me. And, um, you know, and now it's been over three years or so that we've been together. Um, and before COVID hit, we used to see each other once a month. We would, we, you know, we did the long distance relationship, but we would, you know, I would go to England for 10 days or she would come to the States for 10 days and we would, you know, really get quality time with each other. Um, and then when COVID hit, we didn't see each other for like seven months. And oh, it was fun. really difficult. Yeah. And so I finally just said, I mean, what am I doing here? You know, I, I can live anywhere because I can do this work that I do with the conventions and acting and everything. I can do it anywhere. So I, I just said, screw it. So I just moved here, you know, um, and uh, now, now we're uh, we're fully together. So <laughs> right, congratulations. Wait, wait, hang on, hang on. Do you think you'd change your mind and possibly get married? No, we'll never get married. But I still call her my wife, though, because, you know, for all intents and purposes, that's what we are, you know. But we'll never do the certificates or anything like that. Um, you know, uh, I think just in the in the terms of like, what it takes for people to unentangle themselves if it doesn't work out is always very um, difficult and always leaves people with a bad taste in their mouth after. And, you know, I've dated other people. And when, you know, when we finally do break it off, I, I have nothing but friends. All my people, all my exes are all still friends with me um, because, you know, we just, you know, I, I never, you know, want those kind of entanglements, if you understand what I mean. Absolutely. Well, we get married yeah. in hopes that we don't have to have those bitter ends. But yeah, like, you know, I mean, but everybody hopes that, but sixty percent of people get divorced. Well, <laughs> you know like, what I mean. I, I mean, I, what what's the point? You know what I mean? Like, if, if you love somebody, why do you got to prove it to the state? 
It's not know? a matter of proving it. I married Jimmy. See, Ron's Ron. Got to remember, Ron's eighty-two, so he's from a different generation. Yeah, fair, I, fair, I, fair. I I want the feeling of the paper gives me an ownership of his. <laughs> no, no, it gives me an ownership of his heart. Me, no, I right, own fair. I own his heart legally. And if you ever left me for somebody else, I'll take him to the fucking cleaners and you'll never know what hit him. <laughs> exactly. I that, the, I well, you just out. made my case for me, my man. You just made I my will case wipe for him me. Out, and when he's living in LA in a tent, <laughs> I will pass by and piss on him. Uh, <laughs> see, the that's the type of vindictiveness that I just don't <laughs> want joking. to you know, I, I didn't joking, to bring myself joking. into. <laughs> no, I have a creative mind, but I never do I didn't really think that you meant what you were no. saying but you know no, no, but no, I, but no. it does prove my point because there are vindictive people out there well no, no i was, I was no. married for 16 years yeah. and my wife and i had a very very uh, good divorce she left me the children and we never saw her again so what better than that hey, could have? pretty good I deal raised, <laughs> i raised my daughters i raised both my daughters myself yeah. they're women they're women now and she never bothered us or came back in our lives it was nice <laughs> they they, they want to know in the chat room if you're related to Clayton Cardenas from the Mayans. Do you have any? Uh, entertainment? No, I I am not related to 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 him. But uh, that's a great last name that he's got. It's, it you sure know, is. I mean, in, in you but know, south south of the border, right? that 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 last name is fairly common, but it's not that common here in the states. You know, right. Um, so, so what, are, what are the Mayans for the those TV who, show? The, the Mayans is a spinoff of the uh, Sons, Sons of, of Anarchy, Anarchy TV show. Yeah, okay. we've had a bunch of people from that. On yeah, the, the Mayans were the uh, were the Latin motorcycle gang, and now they've got their own TV show. Right, right. We actually right. met a bunch of people from that. Yeah, no, I know. Now I remember. You know, it gives me a while to remember. So, what is your uh, what does your son think about the fact that you're like an action star? Like, does, does, very does proud. He, what do you think? <laughs> does he have your action figure? Oh, actually, I, I have a daughter, and she's oh, already, daughter. Okay, and sorry. She, and she's already twenty three now. So, no, she couldn't. So it's not a big I don't deal. Think she cares less. She couldn't care less. <laughs> Did she, did she That's just... not true. I have a daughter who's fifty-four and one forty-six, and they are so proud of their dad. Oh well, I'm. I mean, I'm. I'm sure and that there's proud, that element, me. but I mean, she's not. She, she's not the. She's not the one who watches the Power Rangers at all. No, <laughs> plays with the action she's figures. She's proud that her daddy is not like a farmer or. A I farmer, would. I would hope so. You know? So yeah. real quick for everybody, what we're gonna do, Roxy. Um, do you you have the Turbo a Power Rangers movie trailer? We're gonna play it for everybody real quick. Um, yeah, I want to see it. Um, so we can have it play. Don't go anywhere, Stephen. We're going to talk more because sure, I have lots more sure. to talk about. But I just thought for everybody uh, who doesn't, I don't know who doesn't know who the Power Rangers I are. I didn't but... know because I'm 150. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm still from now Voyager with Betty Davis. So you, you introduced the trailer, Steve. That way we can have it in your voice. Okay. And up right now on the Jimmy Star Show, we are going to see the wait, wait, trailer. Hold up, stop. Sorry, hold. with Ron wait. Russell. Sorry. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we are going to see, sorry, with the afterthought, Ron Russell, we are going to see the trailer for Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. Check it there out. There we go. It's time to power up. The world's most famous action force is back on the big screen. With a secret weapon. I'm the new Blue Ranger. What are you talking about? A giant problem. <laughs> and a whole new way. Wind chaser ready to howl. The sauce. Just thrill. Let's rip some blossom. All right. Turbo action. Good thing you don't need a licensed Dragzord. Turbo power. Turbo sword. Megazord warp sequence is online. 
Let's shift to the turbo. That's my man. For the ultimate yeah. power trip. What a rush! Turbo, a Power Rangers movie. <laughs> I. <laughs> it's funny that you showed that trailer because that was the movie that I was only in for about 10 minutes of the movie because this is the story. That movie was the story of how my character got written out and replaced. <laughs> oh, I picked the wrong one then. I just, yeah, I, that's I, okay. I want, I it's, look, no, it's look fine. Look it's, it's fine. It's fine. Yeah. Know, so that's why you didn't even see me in there at all. <laughs> why is it frozen on, on my monitor and not yours? I don't know. Roxy, how come we're frozen? My, my monitor, we're not frozen on here. We're just frozen here. My monitor is frozen. Jimmy says oh, we're, it says unmute. What the fuck? I don't even know what's going on. Well, now, now he, Jimmy's muted. I don't know if that means we're all muted or not. Okay. Hi. <laughs> I guess it's now become the Steve Cardenas show. <laughs> I, if I could see the chats, then I would be able to answer some questions, but I, I can't see anything, so. Okay. All right. I will keep talking. If anybody has any questions they want to ask, by all means, please feel free. Hey, and like we get to you, and then you dis, and then we disappeared. Well, yeah, I, I just explained to our viewers. That's okay. I I took over the whole show. You know yeah, what I mean? You it's now called the Steve Cardina show. You now called the Steve Cardina show. Everybody has to keep in mind that England is nine thousand miles from Palm Springs, so there's a bit of difficulty sometimes with that distance. Oh, look, they said Roxy oh, right. sounds sexy. Roxy is sexy. She's available too. Anybody out there want a bride? Okay, so here's what I want to know. First of all, so did you? Uh, actually, the first question I want to know is: Did you see the new Power Rangers movie, the one that came out like two or three years ago? In 2017, ago? yeah, I, I I saw it. Yeah. Okay, what did you think? Being being like the star of the Power Rangers movies, what did you think of that one? Well, I thought it was just okay, you know, um, because I feel like, you know, the Power Rangers, the, you know, the 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 theme of Power Rangers is that these teenagers with attitude get recruited to to take on, you know, the aliens of the universe that seem to be, you know, bent on destroying humanity in a sense, right? Right. Um, but you know, you the, this this newer movie was sort of like you know, the breakfast club, all these kids get, get thrown in detention and that's how they meet, you know? So they're already kids that are a little bit bad as it is. And I think, so it's supposed to be teenagers with attitude, not teenagers with angst. Um, so I, <laughs> I no, feel I like that was so a part too. of it. And the other thing too is Power Rangers is all about action. And this movie was very slow. It didn't, it took a long time to get to the action. Um, it took a long time for them to come together as a team I feel like they could have made all of that happen a bit sooner in the movie because then you get to the action where there was only about 10 minutes of action at the end of the movie and the rest of it was them struggling between themselves, you know, which uh, is okay. But I mean, it, it keeps on the message that everybody needs to learn how to come together despite their differences, which is also a big theme of Power Rangers as well. And in that sense, I guess they did okay with it. Um cinematically it looked pretty good but the visual effects um the zords i didn't like the way those the zords looked the, the robots that we manned um and uh, i didn't I like agree. suits that much I, so I uh, there like was a few things they missed the mark on and the big thing they missed the mark on was the cameos they should have had everyone who had ever been in the mighty Morphin power rangers old movie and in the tv show they should have had cameo parts in there even if it was parts where 
you know, we were just like maybe the grocery clerk or the store manager or, you know, somebody that worked at the parents, though, you guys could have been the parents parents or anything. They they had they missed major opportunities and the fans were very upset by that. And it showed and it did well. This is is the new Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, Years ago, Hollywood wrote stories to take Mm -hmm. you to fantasy. Today, mm-hmm. they have messages and bring us to reality. We don't need to have reality because we have CNN and all yeah. that reality. So right. I agree with I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, I, I feel like they I feel like they just missed a few opportunities there. And now that Hasbro has bought the franchise, I think they're planning on remaking the origin story again and taking it further from there with a, with with a saga, so to speak. But um i hope they do it right i hope they listen to the fans and do it right who knows if they will i like the actors that they that they used i thought the actors were pretty yeah, good but I, I mean, but I agree that the act the, the action wasn't all that good it took way too long for them to all come right. together mm-hmm. and and uh and it it didn't really and also the fact that they were all kind of like troubled kids you know really which it was it ended up being cool because they came together and everything but it but it felt like it missed the mark on that too, because the Power Rangers is all about like right. good, and, good and evil, yeah. and you I guys mean, are like taking like care the, of the these evil. Power Rangers, you know, I mean, the, you know, when they when they say teenagers with attitude, it's really more, you know, these the Power Rangers were good kids, you know what I mean? Right. They were already good kids, you know what I mean? And then that's what made them worthy of being able to to be a Power to, Ranger to, to, don, to be this to don the suit in the first place. And these guys were just a bunch of troublemakers in my sense, you know, in, in my mind. Um, the only person who was actually really brilliant in that movie was um, was uh, um, R.J. Um, R.J. Siler, who was um, the Blue Ranger. Um, and he, uh, his actual character was, in my opinion, stole the entire movie. Um, he was actually really good. Um, and I know that it was kind of interesting because his character was also like, um, had Asperger's or autism or whatever. He was a little bit autistic. Um, so that's what made him such a brilliant brain oh, yeah. type character, great, but, though. but his character, in my opinion, and his acting was phenomenal. So I, I liked him the best out of all of that. One of the girls, I, and I don't know her name, but we saw her the other night in a new Netflix series. She was the, oh, uh, in a new Netflix series with um, Michelle Dockery and uh, wonderful series. And Sienna Miller, and she was Loved like, it. she was in it, and she's like really blown up. You know, since be- mm-hmm. doing that film, she's like totally like blowing up. Yeah. Since, um, since you brought up the M- Michelle uh, series, I suggest everyone watch it. She plays the name of it. She Anatomy play- of a Scandal. It's called. And she plays. Oh, bar- Anatomy of a Scandal. Okay. She plays a barrister in England who is defending. Well, watch it. It's twisty and wonderful. And Michelle Doherty. She's she's my favorite actress favorite in actress. the world. I love and adore her. Her acting is beyond brilliant. Do you know who Michelle Dockery is? She's from Downton Abbey. She's like she's yeah. beyond, be, beyond brilliant. You should work with yeah. her. Have you one met day. her? Have you ever met her? <laughs> I have no. not. I have not. Get to um, work. Not, with, not to my recollection. I get have to work with her. She is wonderful. So besides the Power Rangers, too, I noticed lately you're doing some other stuff on your IMDb. You had a movie called Beast of the Water and another one called The Order. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. Beast of the Water um, was sort of like uh, this little um, uh, independent um, film that we did. Um, and we filmed it in outside of Nashville, Tennessee. Um, and it was written by um, I don't know if you guys ever saw the, 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 the makeup show Face Off. Yes. Did you guys ever watch that series? Yes, we so have a friend of, who who was on it. Yeah, one of the uh, um, one of the uh, 
winners of Face Off in one of the seasons. He was the uh, director and he wrote this movie and he actually created the creature for this movie. So the, the movie is sort of like Predator. Um, you know, you've got uh, these, you know, um, corporate mercenaries that are kind of like being hired to um, accompany this doc, this research doctor to try to find some kind of ancient artifact in the native American, you know, off some Native American reservation or whatever. And little did we know that this land is protected by some creature um, that basically takes on the form of water, but then turns into like an actual physical beast. Um, and uh, the guy that they had inside that suit was seven foot seven. Um, and then when he put and when you put the whole suit on the thing, he was over nine feet tall. And so it was a wow. no, 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 um, no um, digital effects. It was all practical effects. It was all creature. We do uh, a lot of that. Too. And it We're... was uh, it was incredible, man. Um, and I enjoyed doing that movie because I got to be somebody that was a completely different character than whoever Rocky was. This guy smoked cigarettes and carried a machine gun and cussed like a sailor and, you know, <laughs> and just was all in all in general an asshole. You know, and Which I, like I think is cool, though. Like yeah, it's fun I, to play I mean, that. I, I think it's. I mean, I think that you know, for so many years, you've you've been. Everybody knows you as like Rocky, mm -hmm. but you're an actor, and you can do any. I mean, right. anything now, so it gives you more opportunities to do. I am. Like, if you were, would you like to be an action star? I I, I don't want to be a star at all. Well, I mean, an action uh, actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I would I would do I would do that kind of stuff, but you know, for me, it's like I'm more a little bit about like bit parts, you know. Um, I don't want to be like super famous or anything like that. It's cool. Just, I like to do little bit parts here and there. Um, and I like to do that to give back to the fans that I have now that want to see me in other things, because ultimately for me, it's all about going and doing these events that I do the comic cons. I travel the world doing them and for the, for, for, to be able to give back to these fans that have stayed so loyal for the years. I like to try to do little things, you know, that, that you know, they wouldn't normally see me in, you know? So I don't, um, I don't have aspirations in any way to be like, you know, one of those actors that's out there doing films constantly and stuff like that. I would be much happier just doing little bit parts just for fun, you know? Um, and that's so sort wait of a minute. You wouldn't, you wouldn't be happy getting $20 million for I'm not, film? nobody's saying that. I'm not saying that, <laughs> but you know, nobody's going to be off. No, no producers are offering those kind of roles to me. You know, you never I mean? know. You never know. I Fair. knew. Listen, you, I knew. You do I knew. Know, but hang on. I've been in the hang game on. for a long time and hasn't Listen, happened yet. Wait, quiet, quiet. <laughs> I knew. I knew Angelina Jolie when she was Angie Voigt. She's my daughter's friend. Mm -hmm. They grew mm -hmm. up together in school. And I asked Angie when she was about seven, "You want to be an actress?" And she went. I don't know. And look at it today. So, my friend, you don't know. Tomorrow, well, there's a, pod... a difference between seven and 47. And... No, but wait a minute. Tomorrow, <laughs> tomorrow, you look great. Wait though. a minute. Tomorrow, tomorrow, a part may come your way that'll make you an overnight sensation. That's the crazy part of our wonderful business. I, you're absolutely right. And so here, think and positive. The, think positive. Yeah, no, always. Here's the thing I am thinking positive. And, and the thing is, it's like, you know, if something were like to happen, like that, that sort of fell into my lap, of course, I'm going to take it. But what I'm not doing is I'm not out in the grind every day auditioning for, you know, you know, for, you know, three auditions a day kind of stuff. That That's not me. I don't do that. Um, how, well, how many comic cons do you actually do like could you um, do well before COVID hit i used to do them almost every single weekend i mean we were getting booked you know literally i would do 40 40 conventions a year 
Wow. It's a lot yeah. of, so, I mean, a lot of picture taking and signing. Yeah. Now, we, have a, mm-hmm. we have a friend, Felissa Rose, who's a big horror icon. And, wait, 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 and wait, she wait, goes almost me? every weekend. Horror, horror, not horror. 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 How do you say horror? Horror. Horror. Another see? one that says horror. <laughs> you know, everybody thought she was a whore. Horror. She's not a whore. It's horror. Horror. <laughs> horror. Not whore. Actually, yeah. I'm going to put you because I produce a lot of films. Uh, I have like nine films that I'm working on right now. And Fantastic. so I have a, but I have a list of people. They always come to me because they know I have a lot of celebrities on the show saying, you know, who do you have? And I have this list with all the people. So I'll put you on the list. And that way, if anybody's interested, I'll hook you up. Um, well, to get you that, there, there you go. You. I appreciate that. Yeah, I know. I listen. Like I said, I'm I'm open minded to things happening to me, you know. But I I'm also at the same time not, you know, the one that's going to be like I have a lot of thing other things that I like to try to do, and I um and the, the, you know the audition process is very time consuming and yes. just something that I'm not interested in. Well, now we do it online. You don't even have to be there. You just you just send in all your clips. You should you should be my agent, man. This guy no, no, is no, pushing no, no, me. No. Listen, no, listen, Stevie, Stevie. Yes, sir. I'm in, I'm in the business. How many? Uh, Sixty four years. I started at nineteen. Mm-hmm. I'm still working. I've got six movies to do this year, and wow. I have an audition for one. You know what my auditions were? Films that I were in. Yeah. So the more work you do, the more work you get because they, when they want an old bag right. that can still talk and walk, they call me. Absolutely. So, <laughs> it's still talk and walk. No, it's true. So the more f- <laughs> your films, your films are your uh, auditions. Well, well that's, so well, that's what I hope for. You know what I mean? Wait a minute. A little bit of advice. Don't always do Power Rangers. Play other parts so people could see your ability as an actor. And I'm sure right. you'll get work without auditioning like I do. Yeah. Well, I mean, that, that is, that is what I try to do, you know? Yeah. And work I encourage the producers to, 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 to say, and again, which is why I don't try to push for big parts and stuff. I'd be like, look, just put me some, put me in some little roles. So I have something to give back to the fans when I go and when I go and, and see also them. The, the and little... at the same time, my social media, I'll be able to help promote your movie. Cause I'm going to be reaching out to a whole audience of people that, you know, listen to what I have to say and that I'm going to be, you know, they'll want to come see the movie. So, you know, putting me in the part also to just let people know I'm doing a movie and promote it. That helps promote their, their movie uh, and so on and so forth. And you, you have know. a very loyal fan base. You specifically. Well, the you Power Rangers very... have a very loyal fan yes. base for sure. And when, I mean, I'm so humbled and grateful for that. You just can't even believe it. So like almost 30 years later and these guys still come out and see us, man. I just, you know, I can't fathom it. They think that you should be on the Mayans. We have a friend, Augie Duke, who just got <laughs> cast on a couple episodes of that. They think oh, you Augie should go on that. Cast on Mayans? Yeah. Oh, we wow. We have to watch that. That's fantastic. Yeah, congratulations. No, I mean, look, I mean, like I said, I, I you know, I would love to do more stuff, but at the same time, um, you know, I don't want to do like big starring roles that takes up a lot of commitment. You know, I'd rather do, you know, you know, where in I can, and out, you know, in and out, be on the set for a few days, have a little fun and, and then go on to the next thing. You know, do you like horror movies? I would do horror movies, but I'm not a huge horror movie fan. I hate so. them and I'm in them all the time. Hey, that's okay. I think they are so stupid. And so, you know, you know what's going to happen. They're all the same. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I try to avoid them. But let me get one point out. I was in a cameo role for a friend of mine. I played a doctor. And guess what? Somebody called up and said, we want you to play a scientist. Normally, I play a Brooklyn Mafia killer gangster. No, I'm, always, right. I'm always typed as the white, the killer Italian killer. 
So now that little cameo got me a part as playing a scientist. I mean, that's a no one for me. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. Oh, so you never great. know. You you're never very, know. You're, you're very right, Ron. You're absolutely right. I, I I hope you didn't think that I was dismissing everything that you were saying. No, 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 no. I was, I was hoping, not. No, yeah. I was trying to help you yeah, out. By saying, I appreciate that. No, you know, we you. have a very good friend of ours who um is a famous actor, and he moved to Pennsylvania and he bought a farm and he couldn't get any work. So now he said, I'm screwing it. I sold the farm and moved back to L.A. The minute yeah. he moved back to L.A., work fell his way. Out of yeah. sight, out of mind. That was a long yeah. time ago, though. Now things are a little and bit who different. who was it? Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know, the good th- you know the good who Paul Servino is, is? You know who Paul Servino Paul Servino, of course, yeah. yeah that, that's that's who it was. Yeah, Paul, that, Paul Servino yeah. bought that farm and then went back to Hollywood. Wait, wait, wait. Before you answer, too, say hi to Dawn. Say hi, hi Dawn. Dawn. How are you? She said you'd be really hot on the Mayans. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! We have, we have, we have, we, right now. We have very horny women coming. On, <laughs> <laughs> well, there ain't nothing wrong with that. So <laughs> there's a short. There's a shortage of that in this world. So wherever you, wherever it is, it's welcomed. <laughs> let's do a hypothetical. Okay. Uh, so let's say, uh, so you're an actor. Let's say you could uh, work with any male and female actor on the planet. Uh, uh, even if it was just a cameo, what male and female actor you would be think, oh, my God, it'd be so much fun to work with them. And then the second part of the question is, if you could have ever been in any movie that's ever you know, been made in history, what movie do you think you would have loved to have been in? OK. Um, all right. Um, I can answer all of those things. Um, so one of the actors that I would love to even just meet um, is Gary Oldman. I think he's probably one of the absolutely most, most diverse and most incredible actors that's on the screen these days. I agree. Um, and um, he, you know, from from True Romance to Commissioner Gordon, you know, I mean, this guy just does so much to Harry Potter, to Winston, Chir- Winston Churchill. Churchill. He was great. Yeah, I mean, Churchill. he was brilliant. amazing in brilliant. that. He's so brilliant. Now, brilliant. I would brilliant. love to meet, love to meet, and maybe someday work with Gary Oldman. He's amazing. Um, and that the uh, an actress that I really admire too is uh, Tony Collette. I don't know oh, if you guys I know who Tony Collette is, the Absolutely. United States of Terra. She yes. is genius. She's an Australian, I believe, but um, she, I mean, her. Wasn't I don't she know, the mom her, in Little Miss Sunshine? Yep. She was, I think. Yeah, and she's she got was a whole also, bunch of big movies. She was also the mom in The Sixth Sense, and she yeah, was, she's you know, phenomenal. she was Muriel's wedding back in, you know, yeah. back in the in the 90s. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, she's just done some. You know, the, the, the United States of Terra, all the split personalities she did on that Showtime series. I mean, I just think she's amazing. So I would love to, you know, meet and work Nobody's with her. Nobody's ever picked incredible. her. Nobody's ever said her either. She's a good pick. I like she, that. She's an amazing pick. Like, I mean, if you don't know who this woman is, go watch her movies. She's right. so good. Like, so subtle. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I find that interesting. There's... She was in Krampus. Uh, for my birthday, Ron got me an eight-foot Krampus. I collect that. You know, I have these all these <laughs> life-size things. And she was the mom in Krampus, too. Which is a big so, horror movie. So, oh, okay. Yeah, I, I don't know that one. <laughs> so so um, many, so many yeah. actors, so many actors don't have the PR or the money for the PR that other actors have. And they become sleeper actors, you know, who are great mm-hmm. actors but never famous. Um, yeah. It's all about PR. And I yeah. agree with you. I've seen her work, and she's a damn good actress. So what I about a movie? What about a movie you would like to have been So in? a movie that I would have liked to have been in was Oliver Stone's The Doors because, oh, A, The movie. Doors are one of my favorite bands of all time. I know every song. I know all the lyrics. I know pretty much everything there is to know about Jim Morrison. I used to live on Sunset and Clark right across the street from the Whiskey 
my my apartment building was right next door to the whiskey a go go, and I just like lived and breathed the doors. And you know, I thought Val Kilmer did such a great job as as Jim Morrison in that movie, and um, you know, that would have been a cool one to be a part of. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I actually went to see Jim Morrison's grave when we were in France. I did that too. I mean, I've been to Paris a few <laughs> times and I went to see Jim Morrison's grave because why not? I know. I think that's yeah. a cool answer. Well, weren't you guys too young when that when the doors were out? Well, yeah, the doors was after my time, but I was always a big fan of all the classics. I mean, you had to be, I mean, had the to be Beatles, teenage. the Who, the Doors, the Rolling Stones, all that stuff. I mean, you had to be I was born in 1974 when half of this stuff wasn't even it was already like long gone, you know? Right, um, right, right. But I lived yeah. that I lived that era. Oh, for sure. I yeah. was right there, baby, as a hippie. Oh, I love. Do you like Pink Floyd? One of my clients is Pink Scott Floyd. Paid. Love Pink Floyd. Um, I think, yeah. Again, um, so many great albums. You know, Adam Hart, Mother, A Momentary Lapse of Reason. Such great albums, and I just love their psychedelic, you know, song sound. You know what I mean? I'm a um, I'm a publicist. Is how I support myself all the time mm-hmm. when I'm not producing films. And so Scott Page is the the saxophonist for Pink Floyd, and he's one of yeah. my clients. And he's a oh, wow. friend. Of, he's a good uh, friend of ours. Yeah, a good buddy. Phenomenal. Fantastic you know, man. Yeah. No, I love Pink Floyd. Again, another one of my faves for sure. Do you know Sean Kanan? Because he does some of the conventions. He's from Cobra Yeah, Kid. he was the Cobra Kai kid from Karate Kid. I Karate met Kid. I'm from the from the Karate Kid three. I met him. Um, actually, I did a comic con in Liverpool um, a few months back. And yeah, I know there, he was and there. And we met each other for the first time at that one. At that. Oh, show. okay. He's a very yeah. good friend of ours. He came oh, to cool. our house for Thanksgiving. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Actually, tell him I said hello, and um, you know, I I know that I spoke in great length with his wife. Um, Michelle, I love Michelle. You need to tell them to call me because I know she has my my number, and I've actually reached out a couple of times to try to. Well, talk Michelle, to her. Michelle, we see her all the time. Michelle is directing. Yeah. Michelle is directing a movie I'm in, and Sean Kanan plays my son. So we will see them very soon, and we will definitely tell them. I'll okay. Him. I yes. I love, Mich- yeah, I love yeah. Michelle. I love Michelle. Tell them that we, you know, we spoke in Liverpool and I had reached out a couple of times, but I haven't heard back from her. And I would like to talk to her. If you can do that for me, I'd appreciate that. I would absolutely. Certainly will. Absolutely can do it. I can even introduce you. You have an email. I can introduce you in an email. Otherwise, if you don't, um, have it. I believe I, I believe I have it. Yeah. Oh, um, I can put you but, in a group yeah, you next to her too, yeah. but yeah, we'll tell her. Okay. Cause she'll love it. Cause he's, he's probably, well, nobody knows for sure or not, but the rumor oh, is... Oh, you're not supposed to talk. I said the rumor is he's going to be on Cobra Kai the next season, so... Well, I would imagine saying. he would be. I mean, why, why? I mean, like, why they would be crazy not to put him in there. I know the fun. truth. I know the truth, but I'm not telling. There you go. <laughs> so do I. Yeah. So it's a lot of fun. I, like, love it. Um, Isn't it sad how we're not allowed to talk about the business? I'm going to work now in Nevada soon, in a couple of weeks, in a movie... And I'm not allowed to mention the title, talk about the movie or who's in it. Yeah. Isn't I mean, that ridiculous? I, I, what yeah, happened to- I mean, it seems a little crazy. I mean, I, I get certain things people want to protect what they're trying to make nonsense. without giving any spoilers, but you can't just at least say anything what it's about or at least nothing. 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 I was yeah. told nothing. And you know, years ago we had pre-publicity. We would talk about a film six months before its release, mm-hmm. and people yeah. would be anticipating it, like, mm-hmm. "Oh my God, a Joan Crawford movie! I can't wait! I can't wait!" <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, you know, then when it comes out, they wonder why it doesn't make money. Well, because nobody knew about it. Uh, we also want to we want to welcome so Courtney Gale has joined us. She's a celebrity photographer that goes to all the events with us. Hey, Courtney. Um, she's fabulous. And Jason Taylor has a podcast. He said hello, everyone. Steve Cardenas is awesome. 
Hey guys, and, uh, thank you yeah. so much. <laughs> you really, I, I really do think it's so, so, um, cause we only have a couple minutes left. How, 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 how I guess it's been great. Cause you've got a whole career of it, but like, how was it for you being part of one of the most iconic kids shows probably like in, well, in my history of my, my lifetime. Um, yeah. Well, um, I mean, you're, you're asking a good question because the thing is, it's like our fans back then, we're all little kids, you know, though. And back then there was also no social media. There was no way for them to contact us unless they wrote us these little snail mail letters, you know? Um, and we were lucky if we could answer them back because we were being herded around back and forth, working 12 hour days and then going and doing touring and, you know, all this stuff. Um, we had no time for ourselves, let alone time to any, interact with any of the fans, you know? Um, but now with the advent of comic cons, you know, on a massive scale and social media and the fans are actually older now and they can convey how much they appreciated our show. Um, I've sort of like, I've developed a whole new respect and then, and I've really learned to embrace Power Rangers because after Power Rangers is over, I was kind of like done with that show, you know? And, uh, you know, I just went back to being opening up martial arts studios and running all that kind of stuff. And that's what I did for a lot of years until the convention scene started calling. Um, and then it just consumed all my time. Uh, and I just never really knew or appreciated like the fan base that we had and how, loyal they've been um, until I started doing these events and seeing these guys come out and tell me the stories they tell me and, you know, how much we were, you know, so much a part of their childhood and to hear those kind of things like that. I mean, obviously it's very humbling to me. Um, and at the same time, just, you know, it's hard to fathom, you know, because I mean, I was a fan of like GI Joe and He-Man and all this stuff when I was growing up, but I'm not standing in line to get so-and-so signature you know what i mean like uh i you know i i just can't i don't understand but i appreciate um you know the fans and how loyal they've stayed to our show and um you know forever going to be grateful and forever grateful to be like, part of pop it. culture you know what i mean i like love it so you guys can follow steve on instagram he's at steve cardenas pr s-t-e-v-e-c-a-r-d-e-n-a-s-p-r why is there a pr on the end of it power ranger Oh, pal, I'm such an idiot. <laughs> yeah, I'm a, I'm I know. a freaking moron. No, I know. I know what you're thinking because I know you're a publicist, so you're thinking public yeah, relations. And it's funny, my sister, my sister is a publicist. She does what you do as well, too. She's got a lot of big clients, Danica Patrick, Donovan McNabb, you know, Terrell Owens, all these people, right? And her her handle is Kathy Cardenas PR <laughs> the same, but for public relations and mine is for power Rangers. So we always joke about that all the time. I'm like a moron. I can't even believe that. I didn't even get that. Like that's just hilarious. So we want to thank yeah. you for coming on the show. Thank we wish guys. you the best. I'll definitely contact Sean and Michelle and put you on our list. And, and hopefully, I will too. we'll hopefully yeah, we'll, uh, yeah. we'll get to see you soon, but thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, we Steve, had a blast. It was all right. Fun. It thank was you fun. guys. Appreciate it. Thank you guys. Everybody watching and listening and yep. comments and all that. Appreciate you. Love you guys. Okay, you were a good guest. Thank you so Thank much. Thank you. Thank bye you. Bye-bye. Bye now. All right, everybody. So that was Steve Cardenas. I, I just get such a kick out of that. B's writing and keeps writing in the chat room how happy I am. I'm like grinning from ear to ear uh, just because like I love that. Anybody who I have action figures of, I like love. And the fact that I had the action figures before he came on the show, you know, it's a big deal. I know it's nothing to you, though, actually. Oh, but no, for me, I, it's a big I, listen, deal. Jimmy gave me uh, for one of my whatever, Christmas or birthday, a Howdy Doody puppet. And that means a lot to me because as a little boy, I watched the Howdy Doody show every day and I learned how to have manners and how to treat people because that's how they did shows back in my day. They taught children not to be mean, selfish, rude, conceited. And we learned from puppets. 
Imagine from a wooden, a, flash a, a wooden doll. A wooden doll taught kids today how to behave. So we're going to. My um, day. Today, me media teaches children how to be angry, vindictive, forceful, and uh, abusive. And I don't like it. I think we should go back to the Power Rangers and Howdy Doody days. So um, Teresa says you look rested and gorgeous. And we're going to take a. Uh, I am very rested after that friggin' three or two and a half hour drive back and forth to Palm, from Palm Springs to Hollywood to Sue's party. And we didn't leave Sue's party till two in the morning. We got home at four. So I was kind of wiped out. But yeah, thank you very much. I'm very rested. So we're going to take a quick music break and then we're going to bring back Dustin Quick and Medi M. Um, yeah. The music break, we're going to play Ryan Brahms. The name of the song is When I Was Me. It's one of my like favorite songs from a long time ago. And uh, he's a great, great artist. So, Roxy, take it away. And when we come back, you guys will be on with Dustin Quick and Medi M. Yes, Guessing that there's nothing more to say. It kills me, but I should be on my way. And the sunrise always brings something new, but it won't bring you. No, it won't bring you. Trying to figure out where we went wrong. If only it was simple as a song. That could bring us back to where we used to be When you were you and I was me The way it used to be when you used to be You used to be my angel But now your halo's on fire A falling angel No longer mine And we can't go back to where we used to be No, we can't go back We can't go back to where we used to be I was me We I was me I think about another place and time You were every reason to my rhyme And your eyes would sing their silent poetry When you were you and I was me The way it used to be Everybody, that was Ryan Brahms. And, and I like the song that. Was when I, I like was. Say goodbye. 
to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Me. Good. And it, it sounded like human, normal, nice. I liked it. I like love. Not it. like some of this crap they have today. So no, Lady it's a Lake, beautiful song. Lady Lake, his name is Ryan Brahms, B-R-A-H-M-S. And uh, he's like really good. And now we're gonna bring in our next set of guests. Let's see With what great happens. Anticipation. Where are they? Ooh. Oh, they'll be coming. Hopefully they're Dustin. there. Welcome, Dusty. And many will be. Where do you see how beautiful Dustin is? You could drop dead from her face. She's so gorgeous. Absolutely. I don't know if they're still there. What happened? There we go. Look, look. Hi, you guys. Hi. Hi, Ron. Hi, Hi Jimmy. Good. Hi. L- lower whatever you're doing because you're very loud. Oh, no, Roxy, <laughs> Roxy, can you lower them? Somebody out there? In, Say in... something, you guys. Say something. Oh, Hello. How are you? No, Good. Fine. Better, better, better. Now, was I lying, folks, when I said she's dropped dead gorgeous? Look oh, at her. Oh, my God. I love your face so much, Dustin. Oh, we love you guys. No, I but I love you your face. And when you wear those Suwon gowns, my God, are you drop dead fabulous. Oh, you. you know, I'm you're really so lucky to have and, and her. And if you're not in those Suwon gowns, you're also drop dead no. gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and your <laughs> hubby. You know, she, she actually looks just as good without makeup. I tell her, don't wear any makeup. But, you know. She is. But you know so what? You guys, and also, Dustin is... As beautiful inside as outside. So, She's you, a sweetheart of so a girl. you guys, hold on. Let me do an introduction. Yes, we have to do an intro. All right, you guys. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the amazing, super talented couple of Dustin Quick and Medi M. Welcome to the show. Thank and you let me just say that. first, first, I want to say is happy anniversary. I saw it was your yep. anniversary yesterday, I think. So happy seventh anniversary. Was it seventh? Yes. I think I read. Yeah. Yes. Lucky Thank seven. So and boy, are you lucky to have up for a bride. Yes. And uh, so happy anniversary. And so you guys, real quick, just so you know, Dustin is a supermodel. She's well, wait also. A minute, wait a minute. Before you go any further, Dustin, favor, please come closer to the camera. You're too oh, far sure. away. I want them to go, see go, your go, face. Go, go, come go, closer. Go to now, look, now come close. really come close. Give us a full headshot. <laughs> now smile. They, I mean, she, <laughs> I love her. She's just God was so good to her. My goodness. So you guys, so you guys, Dustin is a supermodel. And Look how beautiful. There we go. She's Look a supermodel and she's also an, an actress. And, and Medi M is a phenomenal musician. And he's also an actor. Yeah. And, and he not, and he ain't bad on the eyes either. And he's the yeah. European. And you guys, he's like well, the European. Ron, you you look so great. We yeah. we couldn't stop talking about how great both of you, well, especially Ron. You know, uh, you you've just made. Yeah, he's the good look looking one. Well, I'm I'm 82 years old. I next cannot month, believe that. And you look I'm 60. Yeah, thank you. You look so great. And you, you know, there was a day if anybody said I look 60, I'd be insulted. Now I'm so flattered. <laughs> <laughs> you look so natural too. That's it's, it's so refreshing. I don't have any work. I don't like you. I don't do anything to my face. I, I won't Botox or filler because then you look like Joan Rivers. No, <laughs> no duck lips. You do the profile. And... Yeah, no duck lips. And no, you guys, no, no, no. Medi is like a. He is like a, a he's, he's like the European James Bond too. Yeah, like that's how that. we we're we're marketing him as the Euro, European James Bond. You guys. So if you're an, if you guys are looking for like a 
a spy person to play in one of your like movies and you want a really handsome dude who's who's uh, got a little European flair, there's there's your man He's right there. He's actually not European. He's Iranian, which is something I want to go to because as I've spoken to him about it, Iranian people are the loveliest people I have met. When I lived in Beverly Hills in the 70s, Iranians were moving into Beverly Hills and the people there were very unhappy with that. They didn't want Iranian people there. So the guy that owns the rug store on uh, Wilshire Boulevard, I forgot his name, but the big, big Iranian rug store invited me to his home for dinner and I met his family. They couldn't have been the most wonderful hosts and hostesses and families. Now, quick story. A neighbor of mine bought a Rolls Royce and he was so proud of his Rolls and he had it on. It was a white one. He had it on the driveway. He wouldn't even put it in the garage. Next door to him suddenly moved an Iranian. Well, my neighbor did not like the fact that an Iranian was next door. So you know what the Iranian did? He went and bought two Rolls Royce. And he had, and he had two Rolls Royce on the driveway, one white and one black. Well, my, oh, neighbor, my neighbor had a nervous breakdown. He left. No, but anyway, I had but thank, very... thank you, Ron, for the, uh, the vote of confidence. Thank you. No, I'm telling you the truth. I mean, I had dear friends, Mimi and Mahmoud Shafi, who were Iranian. Yes. yes. So we are in the chat room. Uh, Courtney is writing. Anyways, a bunch so if you of- want an Iranian Arabic looking spy kind of guy, he's the guy. for He's you. absolutely the guy. He's <laughs> like a superstar. I, uh, I lived uh, in Europe. I finished my high school in England and I lived in Spain. So I speak Spanish also. You know, OK, so he can be in Spanish. So, uh, uh, you know, I can speak Spanish for a role, uh, Farsi or uh, I have a good ear for languages. I can even pick up something that I haven't you know i don't speak there you go i love it well you could play in italian mafioso also yes oh italian (laughs) is so easy to talk italian (laughs) that's what i always i'm always cast as an italian mafia because of my brooklyn accent so so in the chat room we have courtney courtney is is our friend who's also the photographer who took all the beautiful pictures of you the other night so say hi to courtney yes hi courtney we love you we like love you Let's she's talk, beautiful. Beautiful. Let's talk. Let, let's talk about Dusty. I'm gonna call her Dusty. Okay. <laughs> My little nickname for her, Dusty. Uh, let's hear what she's done, and you'd be shocked to know that she's a working actress. And not model. only just a model. Wait, have you been modeling forever? I, I read a story, or you told me a story about how you used to like in Malibu, like walk to school or something. <laughs> yeah, uh, sorry, like, have yeah. you always been modeling? You funny, funny enough, I started off in theater. So uh, I come from Nebraska and Marlon Brando's mother created this theater. And that's where I began. Like probably my first play I was in was I was six. And so then it would continue. And I uh, graduated from Pepperdine in Malibu uh, studying theater. And I went over to New York and did some off-Broadway Shakespeare. And then finally came back here and um, started doing film and TV. And then all of a sudden the modeling just kind of started happening. And it was, you know, it's so fun, especially somebody like Su Wong, where you're wearing these, you know, incredible pieces of art. And so it's kind of like you're acting a a character. To me, I feel like they're very similar. Uh, You know, if it's a goddess or if it's some kind of a a woman that you're conveying, I think, you know, the theater uh, and the fashion go very hand in hand. And I think that's especially why Sue and I work well together. She uh, loves the goddesses 
Yes. Yeah. Yes. Also, she always you- writes that in my goddess superstar models, you know, and she always writes that. Yeah. For you. Right. <laughs> and and like that's the thing. I knew, you know, I always I grew up uh, knowing all the different goddesses, and I, I would try and dress up like them, and uh, you know, play make believe, and then uh, also the movie stars, and I just I would plaster them on my walls, and so it's funny that we have a very, um, you know, we we're fluent in the same languages, so it is kind of like she has these, you know, brilliant uh, screenplays, or you know. Uh, plays and then I, I act them out. So I almost went to Pepperdine. Oh, um, I was from Florida though, and it was too far away. I was a competitive tennis player, and I was going to oh. play tennis for Pepperdine. Oh, they have a great um, tennis program. Yeah, I was a great tennis player when oh. I was young. <laughs> when I was young, and uh, but my parents didn't want me to go because I lived in Florida, and they were just like, "That's too far away." You know, I could have you know. gone to Pepperdine, except I was kicked out of high school at sixteen. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, we could all go there. We actually got married there. Uh, oh, did you really? So, uh, who I, got married? Who got married? They did. We got married, we, we got married at Pepperdine. Pepperdine. It was beautiful. The chapel there it was. Oh, beautiful. it's gorgeous. And we had a reception oh. at uh, Spruzos, which is has an ocean view, massive balcony, and it was, couldn't have been a better beautiful. wedding. It was beautiful. a typical Southern California wedding. Yeah, next time you're out there. In fact, it's just down the street from Sue's. It was before I met. We, we met Sue right after we got married. But uh, next time you're out here. You know, I'll go there and uh, and I'll take you around Pepperdine and you can see the I've, views. I've been to Pepperdine. I was to Pepperdine in the 70s. A friend of ours kid was going there and it was in, yes, the chapel. It was an, it's an incredible uh, bunch of buildings and so elegant and ancient looking. I loved it. Old yeah, world, old world looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, there's a beautiful uh, stained glass. Yeah, it looked like an old world, and we had people from all around the world come to the wedding, so it did accommodate uh, everybody. Yeah. And it was um, it was a beautiful time. And and uh, George Clooney's cousin was our reverend, and uh, oh, how cool! Yeah, he is yeah. Rosemary Clooney's son. And he was friend. He knew Rosemary Clooney, didn't you? I no, I never. I, we have to be careful with this Hollywood bullshit. People, everybody said I knew. I met. There's oh, three okay. things I'm friends with, I met, and I knew. <laughs> you I'm friends with, you I've met, and you I know. But Jane Russell was my best friend, and I knew and hung out with her. But Rosemary Clooney, I've met a few times. She was very sweet. This is years back. Very pretty lady. I was very shocked to see how pretty she was in person when she smiled. Very, very beautiful smile. <clears throat> yeah, so how are you related to her? Oh no! Uh, so the the Reverend, uh, I used to, uh, I I'd actually met him that, that married us. That's Rosemary's baby. <laughs> Gabriel. No? Gabriel, yeah. Gabriel, yeah. yeah. So Gabriel, he's a great, great minister, and also he has a lot of. Uh, he could have been an actor. He's so good, you know. No wonder. I guess he, he runs is, in the family. It's the Clooney charm. Yeah, <laughs> he he was so good, and people loved him. Mm-hmm. And we had people from all over the world and also all different religion mm-hmm. background and religious background. And he was so good. He was awesome. Yeah, he, he well, unified the, the, the very diverse crowd. Mm-hmm. And was cracking up. For those of you who are not familiar with the Malibu area, when you drive up the Pacific Coast Highway, you have the ocean to the left and this wonderful mountain to the right. And at the very top is Pepperdine. And it just looks enchanting. So that's a great place to get married. So now tell yeah. me, where do you live now? Up in Malibu still? So now we're off of Topanga Canyon, but on the other side of the canyon. And so in the valley. In the valley. We're like the, um, I don't know if you know the area, it's called Woodland Hills. And oh, sure. Have, I know Woodland Hills very well. Oh, yeah. It's beautiful. It's lots of space. And uh, in fact, they have the an incredible shopping mall. 
it's where they shot Clueless. And uh, yeah. the whole area is really popping and developing. So it's becoming a, a, a great place. We, we've got, you know, like a little uh, mini orchard going on in our backyard. He's Persian, so we have a lot of fruit trees. <laughs> uh, I, I told Jimmy we should move to Sherman Oaks because Palm Springs is way too hot. Yeah, it is. It, it anyway, and it gets hot here as well. But, but I, not I as hot as no, uh, not like here. Not a not a hundred and twenty-two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every day, every day, all summer long. Oh my God! I, I, you know, I was for many years a clothing designer, and uh, I didn't make Sue Wong kind of clothes. I made like rock star clothes. He made and, rags, uh, rigs, rigs, uh, ugly rigs. I made ugly rags, but I dressed out. No, really, John and they and bought. They sold like crazy. Yeah, I sold. You know, shirts with holes place. in them. Everybody he, like he had a Aerosmith shopped in my store, and, wow. and he had and he had a he had a t-shirt f u. Oh, fuck on, me, I'm famous and all yeah, kinds of know, shit. Real, but anyway. Real style in class. <laughs> but um, but Clueless back in the day was like my favorite movie because, oh, you know, because of because because of all her fashion stuff. I thought that was like the greatest like movie ever. But OK, so let's talk a little bit because but not. I can't so, stop looking so at her. I know, but, you know, if I wasn't gay, he'd be in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would make passes. Well, maybe, at well, maybe I'm lucky, time. Ron. <laughs> no, I will. I will make. I would make. She's so sweet and so pretty, and I just love oh, her. You're you know, so you're nice. one of my favorites. You. you know, I told that to Sue all the time. I've got two favorites: Devin Moss and you. I love Devin. Aww. She's another sweet oh, angel. Eugenia, which, uh, oh, Eugenia. And the reason I'm bringing in Eugenia that way we can talk about something you guys just did because right. the two of you just did a Bruce Willis movie called yeah. Die Like Lovers, and Eugenia's in it, and Barry J. Minoff, who I did a movie in in Miami with, actually a Corey Feldman movie, and Dominic Purcell and Andy Allo. So like you just did a cool movie. How long? So you've been acting forever. Then how about you, Maddie? How long have you been doing the acting thing? Uh, not as long as Dustin, but uh, I actually am in the same movie bruce willis movie i have a separate uh scene i mean a separate scene so we're that's both good. in it yeah i love it i think that's terrific yeah so and, uh, who, I, uh, who uh, got who in it is actually kind of i guess it maybe goes my character or my look maybe it's uh it's kind of a a, a drug lord like a criminal with a bodyguard <laughs> and a big mansion welcome and, uh, to my world <laughs> <laughs> so yeah it's uh it's uh you know actually the producer producer uh jesse atlas and actually sorry the director jesse atlas he's incredible uh his short go ahead dustin tell tell him about the sh his short oh, first so it it's a feature length it's one of bruce willis's uh latest uh, latest films or and, and uh, unfortunately last film um but uh, it's such a quality piece because the it's it's a feature based on a short that was at sundance and so it's very high concept beautifully shot and uh so now you know we we are each have our own scenes and uh, we're so excited it's coming out this year and Yay! Uh, yeah we're excited yes. and uh, it was um you know at this year's oscars we were at uh this oscar screen event at the house that used to be owned uh prior to the owners there now uh warren Beatty and annette benning and so we we're so excited because they're like, you know, it's a beautiful old, you know, kind of classic Hollywood couple that you don't really hear any drama from. And uh, unlike other Hollywood couples yes, that you're hearing. A lot of drama from. You know, I met Warren Beatty at the Beverly Hills Hotel. I was peeing and he came next to me and peed and we chatted. <laughs> I'm serious. And we said, hello, hello. 
Yeah, but I never looked. So if people tell me, did you, did, <laughs> did you take a peek? I said, I would never do that. I mean, I respect people's privacy. But yeah, Warren and I, I were standing next to each <laughs> We were standing next to each other, peeing away and gabbing. He was a sweetheart. Actually, we were at another mm. red carpet event, and he was peeing next to Richard Grieco, and that's yeah. how we got him on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, as we were peeing, I said, listen, I have a TV show I'd like you to. He looked at me like I was a nut. And I said, no, I'm not lying or kidding. I said, we would like you. And now we're friends. Yeah, and Richard Rico. <laughs> I always tell that story when Richard comes on. People love that story. So you never know who you meet in the men's room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You were streaming before you were streaming with him. That's right. You were streaming before you were streaming. That was very witty. No, but let me tell you something about Richie. He's a doll of a guy. He is really a nice person. And a hell of a good actor. And I wish he would get more work. Jimmy, we've got to put him in work. And we've got to put Dustin and her handsome hubby at work, too. Yes, absolutely. And, you know, I'm uh, Jimmy has six or seven nine. movies going. I have nine, nine films. Nine that are in films going now that he's producing. Right like, that's like, so I'm a publicist. Wait, wait, that's how come we're buying a house we, in the Hamptons. We do this <laughs> we do this show and I and then and I'm a publicist to earn my everyday, but then I also produce yeah. a bunch As of As I films. said, we're buying a home in the Hamptons, you know what that costs. And we just bought a Tesla. Wow. Right, we're we're getting very rich. It's disgusting. <laughs> we're going to be so hated yeah. by people. No, we're not. We and are. we're not that rich, believe well, meanwhile, me. Meanwhile, he's no beggar. I mean, who paid for that wedding up at uh, Pepperdine? Oh, uh, actually, the, you know, surprisingly, uh, because I was alumni, it didn't. Uh, it, it was incredibly affordable. Uh, You're I, I think it, it was. I would it think was it was in the hunt in the fifty thousand range. No, well, no, no. no the, so the 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 reception was separate, obviously at the restaurant. But the uh, the the wedding ceremony at the chapel, uh, it was very inexpensive, only because she was an alumni. Right. And they actually, they had you had we had to fill out an application form. And they study the application form and they decide if they're going to let you have the wedding there. Oh, okay. And we okay. were lucky enough. They said yes. And when they said how much, we were like, wow, it was so, it was great. Yeah, well, it, it, was, it was good for you. That's it fantastic. Wasn't, it wasn't luck. They remembered her face. And that's <laughs> I'm sure. Now, listen, Su Wong threw that wonderful bash for her birthday. And I got there earlier, as she requested, and I saw her upstairs, and she was exhausted and in aches and pains. And I said, quit bitching. You got a lot of people coming. You got to be sweet and nice. And here's your birthday present. And I gave her, we gave her a coffee table book about Art Deco, and she was so happy. I oh, love awesome. and adore Sue Wong. She is oh, my favorite you. friend. Yes, we love her. Yeah, we love her. A lot of people, a lot of people. Art Deco. A lot of people think she's full of shit and a phony and a show off and all that other crap that they accuse her of. And I tell people there's a little Chinese girl that lives inside of that powerful woman. And that's the person I love, the little Chinese girl. Su Wong is happy to share with the world what she has. She's yes. not showing off or bragging. She's uh, she's teaching and she's showing and she's proud of who she's become from hard work. Don't forget, she and her grandmother ate rat in China when the yeah. communists took over. Anyway, right. that's all well, coming she, out you know, in the movie. She has uh, the material to back up her claims. Yeah. I mean, she, she has beautiful art, beautiful uh, I love pieces. Her. She's designed beautiful homes. Uh, she's a great speaker. She, you know, she uh, she's got a lot of talent. 
super intelligent Absolutely. woman with a wonderful vocabulary yes. considering considering that she was born in china not here yes. i no. i thank sue all the time for letting me come into her world when i entered the cedars i think i'm back in 1925 with the, my movie stars that i grew up with all the famous legends of hollywood and it's the last of the mohegans when that home is no longer accessible to us we're going to be in crappy Hollywood, junk, modernized furniture, oh. gray, I, I wonder, cardboard furniture. So what? What? I, I think it's so beautiful. I think she should turn into a museum. And Absolutely. It, it, it's a thrill she's a minute. Talked about that. It, she's it, talked about maybe possibly doing a museum and, you know. Yes, up in Bel Air. She's buying land up in Bel Air to build a Moroccan mansion with an adjacent museum. Yeah, but that's why she's selling her house for what it's, I think it's going for a hundred million, which it's, it's an enormous estate. It takes up a half of a block, a half of a world. Anyway, I want to go to we, we love Sue more than because of that. I love Sue because when we go to the Chinese restaurant to eat, she says to me, oh, this is such good homemade Chinese food. <laughs> and we pig out. And I just love her to pieces. I just, yeah, really too. Really I just you, can't say enough. Great. And mm -hmm. we met you guys there. So That's I want right. to go to Medi a little bit and we'll talk, yes. go back if we have time to talk about some of the other movie stuff, but I want to talk to him a little bit about the music. Um, so basically tell everybody what you do. I actually picked out a video off of YouTube and they're going to play it. Uh, I, I downloaded it and sent it. So I started playing guitar when I was nine and uh, uh, my dad was not very thrilled. He wanted me to become an engineer and I wanted to do music. So we made a compromise. He said, you, you, you do, a, you know, study and don't let your regular study go and you can do music on the side. So most of my life, I did music on the side. Uh, however, by age like 15, I was playing in bands. I was making more money than a teacher would make in a month in one night. That's it back in uh, Iran. Then I moved to England and I... I studied a little bit mu more music on the side. And then from there, I went to Spain and I fell in love with flamenco. And I picked up flamenco. And uh, my passion is actually flamenco. I, uh, I compose my own music, all of it. I don't play any covers. I don't even know covers. And maybe I know one or two, but I never, I'm never interested in covers. I uh, compose everything. So I compose, my style is flamenco world fusion. And then the... On the, on the side of that, I did some DJing, house music. I, I played actually at Avalon at Bordeaux uh, in Hollywood uh, for a little while. And I do electronic music. And as you saw, maybe the music video is kind of pop, rock. So I do different styles of music because over the years, I've studied and done different styles. Uh, but my passion is more flamenco yeah. style. And I oh, have an album. Jose Greco, remember Jose Greco? Uh, yes, I know the name. Uh, so I have an album. It's called Semillas, which in Spanish means seeds. And I released that one uh, around 2003 or four. But I just recently put most of my music online, like literally a few months ago. Uh, uh, so now I'm on Spotify, SoundCloud, Google Music, Apple. Uh, uh, so and uh, Dustin and I, we are working on a new song, uh, which Dustin uh, sings, I sing, and uh, uh, we have shot the video. We're finalizing the song, and hopefully in a few months I'll have that uh, released, which you will be 
there for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure. We, so, we well, you know what? Send it to us. Are we allowed to play it? We're, we're going to play one right now. Oh, we're, we're not getting kicked off? Oh, we'll find out. You know, we got kicked off for playing people's music. Why? I don't oh, yeah. know. Yeah, it was stupid because the composer was on our show. We were playing his music. It's a YouTube thing. And YouTube, YouTube said thing. you can't do that. If Bye-bye. you do it live, they have trouble with it. But lately, we've been pretty good. I mean, so. I don't know. Oh, the, the, the you have our permission. Uh, yeah, so I, what I did is I took this video off of uh, YouTube. And the name of the song, it's the one I like the best also because Dustin's in the video. And so that everybody can see how beautiful she is also. And the name of the song is Heartbeat featuring Dustin and somebody else. But I didn't write it down. Who else is in the video? There's another. Oh, she's so beautiful. We love her, and she's also uh, the the the, the heartbeat. Yeah, heartbeat, and uh, and uh, begins with an M. Stirred. Anyway, we're gonna play it now. It'll probably like pop up. So yes, I, of love, course. I, I have to say day. this. I was in Barcelona when I was seventeen years old on the way to on my way to Italy. I sailed on the Andrea Doria, and I fell in love with. The flamenco, the dancing, the energy. I just love flamenco music. If you don't move from flamenco music, you're dead. That's true. Yes. And and I I thought the name. Yes, it is beautiful. Flamenco is beautiful. Yeah. It does. Now, Dusty, Dusty, do you dance flamenco? Yes. Uh, oh, I would love to see that. I would love to see that. Yes, we've actually opened for a show for Sue uh, when she had. uh, her Altier, you say? Yes, uh, and, she had her studio. She had a big studio, beautiful studio. Art with, Deco. Yeah, Art Deco decoration. And it was her uh, design studio. And she had uh, uh, like a collection. She was uh, auctioning some pieces or. You open, so you opened up. We, and yeah, we, I, we, I we, uh, to the... we opened and Dustin, I, I played guitar live and Dustin danced and people loved it. Yeah. Well, well, so, hang well on. wait, Sue's so, so next party. I'm going to insist that Dustin dances. Yeah, <laughs> and you play. So Let hold me on. Go and you play. So the name of the song is hard. Actually, actually, Maddie, you you actually uh, announced the song and uh, just say here's here's my song or whatever, and then uh, Roxy will play it for everybody, and we'll be back. Okay. So uh, here's a song uh, I, I composed uh, with Dustin about uh, three four years ago. Uh, it's called Heartbeat. And uh, both Dustin and I sing on it, mainly Dustin. So here we go. And it features Michelle Cordova. Yes, and Michelle Cordova backup vocals. She's got a beautiful voice. There we go. All right. Take it away, Roxy. I can't wait.
I am Betty M. I am speechless. Thank you. Thank you. My kind of music, not the junk of today. I love the dancing. I love the video. I love her beautiful self. I love your guitar. I love the that. Oh, thank you. And it means a lot no, coming no, no, from really. both of you, you know. Thank listen, you. Listen, I don't blow smoke up anybody's butt. You know, I tell the truth. I wanted to dance around the house. I mean, that's crazy. <laughs> that's great. So you have to that's dance great. with us. Yes. And you know, it gets your hips shaking. Hips don't lie. Well, you know, Actually, I, yes. I, I'm, a, I'm Italian. Yeah. And yeah. Italians or Latins. And we Latins, when we hear music like that, our bodies move. We can't help it. It's built in. But the, it's a beautiful song. It's very, very, uh, it's a beautiful video. I, I I swear on my children, I really and my puppy dog, I really enjoyed that so much. Thank you Thank so you. much. And you know, uh, uh, when next time we had Sue's, in fact, Sue uh, was a little bit uh, disappointed that we didn't perform last time because it got busy and was, so she said next party she wants us for sure to perform absolutely so, because had i known that you did this i would have said to susie let's get it going come on <laughs> i mean bullshit bullshit i mean the other guys were okay but a little boring but this yeah. would have rocked the party your music oh thank you thank no you, you would have had us jumping through the windows no <laughs> no really well, it's good we have her couture in that in that video as well so uh she's and part, you photo, she's part you photo, of the you, you photograph beautifully, shocking, of course. Both of you, and the shocking they're how saying beautiful it was you the, photographed. Us. It was less like a video and more like a like a small movie. They're yeah. saying for the. I so. got to say something, and this is really from the bottom of my heart. You Thank two are amazing. I love the Thank fact you. that you're in love. The fact that you're married. The fact that you create together. Uh, my hat's off to you both. I really Thank love you. you. I Thank love you, Ron. Both. Thank you. No, really. And the more I, well. the more I, I get, the more I get to know you, the more I care for you. Oh, oh, thank it's you. It's true. It's true. Well, so, we love how successful you two are, you know, and uh, it, uh, it, you know, I, I think it says a lot, a lot about your personality and your character that you're so loving and so successful. We appreciate it. You're a perfect addition to the Suwong world. We are so grateful to have met you and, and just love getting to know you as well. You're, you know, a, a, a dynamic power couple but uh you're all heart and style and fun and we can't wait to see you again and get those hips shaken <laughs> i think we might be done we went we, it went nuts hey hey I, I don't know what happened we disappeared i don't my, know why my, my mom oh. yes now my monitor is giving us trouble today jimmy's monitor we see you and hear you I think maybe we need a new uh, monitor. No, we're okay. we're okay. We're back. Anyway, we're back. So, so um, we've got like uh, we have six minutes left, and one thing I want to like go over real quick um, with that. Which, sorry everybody, but you guys got to look at Dustin and Meddy uh, while we were gone, and they're both gorgeous. <laughs> so it works out really good because that never happens. And uh, so, one thing I want to mention, uh, and this is more for Dustin, that you because uh, we have a lot of horror movie fans. Oh, yes. um, and you are in you are in the Lords of Salem, which is a Rob Zombie movie. Yes. And uh, and I know that Dawn, like Dawn's in the chat room. She like loves it. So you guys, um, Dustin was in Lords of Salem with Sherry Moon Zombie, Ken Foray, who's been on our show. D. Wallace has been on our show. Bruce Davison, Meg Foster, Maria Conquita Alonso, Michael Berryman's been on the show. Sid Haig's been on the show uh, a long time ago. So so how was it working on like a major, like iconic horror movie? Oh, it was. Uh, amazing because so let's just start with a little foreshadowing. So one of the Broadway pieces that I did 
in uh, New York was, well, I guess I'm not in theater, so I can say it here, Macbeth. And it was a post-apocalyptic take. So we, uh, as one of the three witches, and we danced, you know, of course, I like kind of this like sexy, almost Mad Max <laughs> outfits. And, uh, <clears throat> and one of the, 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 the music musicians that we danced to was Rob Zombie. So oh, how then, cool is that? I mean, isn't that like a sign, right? I, I conjured him that we had, we had to, you know, work together. And excuse me. <clears throat> so I came out here and I started working for uh, Miramax and Dimension and they do horror films. And so uh, when you know, it just, it was kind of all starting to, because uh, I've always loved that type of genre as well. So then when I got the role, it was, uh, I was able to go to Salem and they flew me out there on a first class broom. <laughs> and, and my character, uh, uh, well, let's just say in this sequence, she is um, kind of becomes under the spell of the, the witches in Salem. And uh, there is some blood involved and it may or may not involve her father. But uh, <laughs> I, uh, I'm you know, a little bit carved up. And uh, you know, just the, the, the special effects team were so incredible. They you know spent hours getting you know like all this scar tissue you know after this this you know uh, dance with a knife. And uh, so I I looked at Rob and I go, Macy's a cutter, and he laughed. So I was like, okay, good. Maybe Rob Zombie laugh. But uh, he he was awesome. Um, his wife was lovely, and we I mean. Um, she just, you know, it was, like, it was almost like a family. The the way it was, uh, the you could tell, like, the, well, the way that they all ran the same people too. Like he always has a lot of the same actors, and mm -hmm. I mean, he's super like iconic. You guys, everybody knows Rob Zombie, but if you don't know Rob Zombie, besides he was in White Zombie and he's a musician. You know, he did the the Halloween remake that took Halloween, brought Halloween back, um, which. Uh, which is like an amazing thing. And just the fact, I actually own a copy of the movie, so now I'm going to have to go back that I know you and go back and look and at it see again. You. And, Listen, uh, Dustin, Dustin was also in uh, Slash's music video, oh. which uh, from uh, Guns N' Roses. Wow. Yes, and you you might like this since you love Hollywood and the horror. Um, so Slash, it, they, um, they had it shot on a Universal lot, which was known for their horror films in the day. And it was at the stage 26, on the Phantom of the Opera set, and supposedly oh. Lon Chaney uh, haunts the place. So, oh, that would be actor, fun. Yeah, and and I'm the only actor in it, and it's uh, they had another great special effects team, and so just because of the way they were shooting, we actually had to shoot out of order. So we ended up like they, they put all the applications on and. And you know we shot kind of the the monstrous uh, pieces that the um, when you see the music video you know what she becomes, and then they're like okay now we have to get you into the glam, and I have you know glue and just all sorts of like I, I mean I we had to find a shower on Universal Studio lot, and we didn't really like come equipped so I'm like me and the makeup artists are like scrubbing with little washcloths, <laughs> trying to get me you know uh, uh, cleaned like and loved. Oh, it's um. Uh, so it's called You're a Lie. And uh, it's kind of about, uh, you know, I, I imagine. Go on YouTube, everybody, and Google it. Also, because we only have a minute. Like well, a minute I want to say something before. When you guys come to Palm Springs, I'll make a nice Italian dinner for us. 
Oh, all right. Great. I love all Italian right. food. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm a good cook, too. You'll like it. I bet. So, oh, fantastic. We'll have, we'll have so you guys can follow them on Instagram. Dustin's uh, Instagram is at Dustin Quick, D-U-S-T-I-N-Q-U-I-C-K. And Medi M's is at Medi, M-E-D-I, period, E-M. Um, for Medium, so you guys follow them on social media. Check out all their stuff. Also, there were uh, she, Dustin's in Mansion of Blood, which we've had everybody in that on right. our show. Yeah. Uh, Terry Moore is in that movie. Uh, Terry's uh, a good pal of mine. Robert Picardo, John Barrymore, Tyrone Power Jr., which we met at a restaurant a couple years I ago. Know, Ray Coroga, uh, who I'm doing a movie with, and Gary Busey, you guys, and also Die Like Lovers, we talked about, and Vape Wars, which we had Donna Lee Heising and David Lockhart and Scott Schwartz know. and Isaac Singleton all on our show. So we know them all. And I think Terry Moore is turning 98 years old. I haven't. I have to call her and find out. Yeah, Terry Moore has been around for a long time. Well, fantastic. So love it. We'll bring our guitar and uh, and hip shaking dance music. And we'll there we go. Good. We'll have a It'll party. be perfect. We'll have a, we'll party. Make a party. So you guys, thank you so much for coming on. Congratulations and on all your sex. You we soon. think you guys are great. We'll see you soon. Everybody in the chat thank room. You. Everybody thank listening. You. Thank you. Thank Bye, you everybody. Both. Bye -bye. See you next Love week, you. everybody. Love you too. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah, we in the mix. Yeah, we in the mix. It's another episode. Here we go. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Interviewing the hottest, newest, and truest of today's celebrities. Make sure to subscribe so you can get notified weekly. Jimmy Star, he's the king of cool. Ron Russell, he's a gorgeous dude. Chat room is live and you would be a fool not to vibe with us at the Jimmy Star Show yeah, with Ron Russell. Yeah, so come yeah. watch it live on W4CY Radio. Missing past episodes? Download on iTunes. The Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. It's the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell.